Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast. I am your host, Cheeseburger, alongside with my other half of my heart, Ace. And we're here to hopefully entertain you for the next few minutes and maybe get a giggle out of you or something. So, how you doing today, Ace? Live and kicking. Now, wait a minute. Um, you got a, you're going to a guitar lesson this afternoon, aren't you? Maybe. Uh, how far are you, are you coming? I mean, you a new one or... You've been guitaring for a while, or what? I've only been playing about a month, a little over a month, and I know what a guitar looks like. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, are you picking it up pretty quick? Are you enjoying it? I, mean, I can pick it up quick. I've heard that your fingers got to get tough. I mean, the, that the, the strings on a guitar are, you know, like tear your fingers up. Is that true? Yep. Well, they just make it sore. They like little sandpaper. No, they just make them rougher skin. First it becomes calluses, but then it just becomes like skin. Wow. You use a pick or do you have to strut with your finger? Yeah, I use a pick. I don't have a good fingernails. I, I, I would have to use a pick. I ain't, into the, I ain't nowhere near ready to start picking with fingers. So you have to learn how to pick each individual string by itself? Or do you have to you just strum them all? And I'm a strumming all at the moment. At the moment. All right. Good people can strum one note at a time and make it sound good. I cannot. Well, do you know much about guitars yet? Because I've always, I've got a question I've always wondered. I don't know. Business quite about it. I was wondering if you can play a bass, can you play a regular guitar? Do they do the keys and fingerings transfer over? I'm not sure, but most basses are just, I think they're five strings. Uh huh. And. You know, I don't know. You have the wrong person. Oh, yeah. I you guess. Should I ask Robbie Ross that? Or Germ? Or yeah, Germ. Germ probably is. Oh. Oh, have you seen Germ's costumes lately? Germ is a friend of ours that's in a, a band, and he also does cosplay. And uh, he's been featured in our local magazine, our local paper, for uh, some of the costumes he's made. And he is really, really talented really good at this and uh it's amazing he's working on a Deathstroke Terminator right now yep that's gonna be sharp that's one of my more favorite uh characters well you've always liked pussy characters well yeah he was the template for Deadpool my friend well they copied the recipe and then made it better well maybe if you want somebody straight up kick ass, go to the point, hire an execution type person, you go Terminator. If you want them to laugh and giggle before they die and maybe die of, you know, shit in their own pants due to laughing and goofy shit, you call it Yeah. I mean, but they're both good characters, so. Uh, didn't Rob Liefeld create, uh, I think Rob Liefeld created Deadpool. I'm not sure he was the teen sensation or the. High school sensation that went to Marvel straight out of school. Yep. But, well, okay, enough about that comic history. And all. Yeah, I need to ask him. I want to know that about the guitars. I don't know. So, what you plan on doing this weekend? Masturbate. You know as well as I do, you're not going to wait till the weekend to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm actually very impressed that you're not doing it as we're talking. Well, wait. My hands are under the table. You don't well, know what I'm actually, doing. yes, they are. But if I start now, I'll be 
better before the weekend. Uh, I, like figured I, you'll be, I think you'll be dreamed by the weekend if you start now. Wow. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. I really did. I can't remember what I've got Saturday. I know Friday I'm going to try to go see a movie. Yep, we're going to go watch movies. And then we'll be able to talk about it. On the next podcast. Yep. Most fans have already seen it. Yeah, most people have already seen it. We just are running late due to different problems we've run into. But uh, take your notepad so we can make notes and all. Yep. And try to make a good podcast for change. Well, that would be helpful. Yeah, to have a good one. To make a good one. Um, Dude, I was sitting here wondering on the way over here. And this is totally random. We didn't plan on any of this. Do you think, and we've done a conspiracy uh, podcast before, but do you think the government has, like, motors that run on alternate fuel that they will not release because they're scared it would disturb the economy? Yes. Like a car that runs on water pressure. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're allowing the solar cars right now. I bet they got an engine that runs on blue. That's where all the homeless people end up disappear. You're a dark, dark person. Yeah, think about that. That would be an awesome vehicle. Soylent green. Soylent green. If you need to run to like two no, which is what, 35 yeah, miles? grab a homeless person you and just, throw him under the hood? No, you just throw in an IV and go. Sir, I'm seeing a side of you that I didn't know existed. Yeah, but it works. You power your own vehicle. So I was wondering if they have one that runs on air. You pressurize the air and poof, blow it through, and it blows your valves up and down and spins your, your cam and all that stuff. And each seal is a uh, airtight seal. Like a balloon? When you let go of a balloon? Yeah, but it has to be controlled bursts. It has to go faster or slower, and you have to have a release valve to let the air out the other side. Or, the, you know, or a like a sphincter for your exhaust. Then we put a whistle on the exhaust. <laughs> you get you get beat up by a woman's little Why are you cat calling me? Oh, I was wondering where you're going with that. You know you were. Then why you doing that? Oh yeah, the wonder, car feature. Wonder if you could make a uh, actually a steam powered. Car that it's you know it's a small compact sports car with gets the speed and everything you want but it's all totally operated off steam. The speed you want? No, no I don't think you don't so. think that could happen. Not in a compact vehicle. A steam powered motor that'll clock at two hundred. Well, think of well, if it's steam, you gotta have water. Yeah. Think of the amount of water you'd have to have. One gallon. Because it you, it would turn to steam, it would go through the motor, it would condense. They would have a condenser real quick, and it would come right back to start all over again. We'll work on it in Pittsville. Yeah, in Pittsville. By the way, Pittsville, he just mentioned, y'all need to go check that out. They've got a GoFundMe page for a place called Fitzville, F-I-T-T-Z-V-I-L-L-E, where some clowns, uh, I don't know, they might be geniuses, geniuses, have decided that all the plastic in the oceans that have met up and formed these islands, that they're going to go out there 
and uh, collect the plastic right there using a, uh, a barge or something. They're going to heat it up and they're going to mold it into the shape they want and turn it into an actual island that's separate from any other nation and they're going to call it Pittsville. Floating Island of So y'all need to go check that out. They, I mean, it's an awesome idea. I wish it was possible. Take all that pollution and actually turn it into an island to where, you know, we can start over and make your own rules and laws. It will happen. It would. I, one day, I bet it will. With the help of donations from Cowboy to start us off. Yeah, you told me he was going to donate like ten grand. Yeah. Okay. You talking about mortgaging his house just to help? No, I thought you said he was going to sell his bass boat. Watch your mouth. I, I don't know. I was just changing your mouth. Mm. Yeah, y'all need to go check that out. But I mean, it made me think. What other things does the government have? Or would you think they'd have? It's not like a major deal. You know, it's not like peace around the world deal. But that they would withhold. And we're not talking about pharmaceuticals because we all know they are. I mean, come on. Uh, what items do you think that they're holding back from the general population? Uh, lightsaber letter opener. Okay. I'm, I, well... I wonder. They, they had to hold it back because it starts to burn the ladder and it starts to open the envelope. Well, you know what's what I'm thinking? As far as the advances in glue, look at all this Flex Seal shit, which Flex Seal is, we're not a sponsor. They're not a sponsor, but I wouldn't be we love y'all. And if y'all would like us to be a sponsor, send us lots of money and lots of samples. Um, you know, as far as their glue is going, I wonder if they have, if government has like super adhesives. I imagine so. I mean, We've been to the outer space, I imagine we do. Think that. of like an adhesive gun. Instead of shooting bullets, it shoots a wad of snot that sticks you to whatever. Uh, I've actually seen that, and they do have that. Are you for real? Yes. You can watch it on. It's like uh, a snot one, of the, gun? one of the next generation weapons. It's a, literally a snot gun. No that, is no so, that is so awesome. Along with uh, a light gun that'll make you vomit. Now I've heard of a sound gun that uh, makes you vomit. A sound gun that does it. Uh, another light gun that makes you dizzy. I think that they need to invent a weapon that makes it feel like you're getting tapped on the shoulder. No. So you're up there about to fight somebody and all of a sudden you feel a tap on your shoulder. You turn around and see who's tapping you on the shoulder and when you turn back around the guy's already got his gun on you. But the gun only makes you think you got tapped on the shoulder. So why? No, would you can take the real gun after that. You don't have to shoot them. But if you got top enough to grab the one, <laughs> well, you see, you don't. You, the tap on the shoulders providing you the time. Yeah, but if you got top enough to grab that, you got top enough to grab a gun. Well, I'm hoping you can make it like in a button on your shirt or something. You poke the button and tap on the shoulder. Also, oh, like when they hit their chest, come at me. Yeah, come at me, <laughs> bro. <activates>. Yeah, <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> That'd be cool, though. Yeah. That'd be cool. You know, this is our second podcast this week. The first one we're going to have to scrap. Or maybe we can pull out parts of it. I don't know. But we were talking yesterday about everything from not understanding women to prostate exams. Probably good that that one didn't come out. I, I went off on women, didn't I? Not, well, I was telling everybody that, you know, send all hate mail and care of verbal abuse podcast to Ace. They can. 
I still stand behind everything I said yesterday. Well, that's why we're scrapping it, sir. <laughs> and, uh, oh, by the way, our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Did you read the last uh, message I sent you? Yeah. About the following. It went up 1,400 people since Sunday. Yep. That's, that's a record for us. I mean, we always have, have it growing, but for 1,400 people in, what, two days? Yeah. 1,400 people in two days, that's a record for us. We need to get people to share the podcast. I'm trying to figure out some advertising. If anybody out there is listening and y'all have any ideas how we can spread this podcast out a little bit further, we are co- we are actually about to revamp this entire podcast, so it will be better. It will be more entertaining. Uh, we've been doing this by the seat of our britches. We just show up and start talking. Uh, a lot of a lot of people seem to like it like that. But we're going to try to get a little more structure and come up with more in depth topics to talk about. That's our that's our new goal. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we're, we're still not going to ostracize the people that like what we're doing now. It's still going to be a lot of impromptu, what you're thinking, but we're just trying to get more, a little more structure. And some people have complained that we keep doing them in these bars. Well, that's where I get my drinks. But they want it a little quieter in the background. Unless they want us to come to their house and they serve them any drinks. Well, we, we might even work on that as long as I got drinks. As long as she looks good, we'll go to her house. I'm, well, he, I'm not even, no. He can look good. Yeah, I would rather it be him because I don't want to be around another crazy freaking lady. You sound like you need to talk about that, sir. I don't. Would you like to talk about crazy freaking ladies? Well, we like, as we said in the podcast that we're not putting out, all chicks be crazy. <laughs> Every one of them. All the way down to my nieces, which ain't even teenagers yet. They're just as crazy as all the adults. Well, I, like we were talking yesterday, but we're going to only touch it. I think it's an evolutionary thing. Men can understand other men. Women can understand other women, but we just don't understand the cross-section. We don't understand women, and women don't understand us. And it's it's a simple fix, but it's going to have to happen from birth. You're going to, Because I know what the fix is, but I, there's no way it's going to work for me. Yeah, I don't understand a woman at all. Text me, message me, text me, message me. You have text and message, and no reply. Well, men... That's stupid. Yeah, That's psychotic behavior. Well, I mean, well, we don't know. Oh. Maybe they're just being nice. Like, a lot of times you say, you talk to your buddy, you're like, hey, man, we ought to hang out sometime. And you know in your head you ain't going to hang out with Well, you. that is not the same as being told three times, right, message right, me. You right. And then I message, and nothing. Well, I don't know. There is no well. She's a moron. Of course, we already knew that. Well, uh, the deal is, women think complicatedly. They don't think in straight lines. Oh yeah. No. Men think in straight lines. Men think from A to B to B to C to C to D. I have circular thinking, which I'm closer to a woman's thinking, but uh, most men. You can trace it down to what the most simple thing is. And all you women out there listening go, oh, no, hell no, uh uh-uh. I'm going to tell you, try this with your man. If he gives you an answer, if you ask him a question, think before you ask it, what is the most simplistic thing it can be? 
Now you're going to have to fight your urges to come up with a thousand different answers. Think of the most simple thing, like, why did you eat dinner without? The answer is more than likely the dinner was done and I was hungry. Simple. Yeah. Uh, if a man asked a woman, why did you eat dinner without me? She's going to be like, oh my God, I hurt his feelings. Oh my God. And uh, what do I tell him? Should I tell him that, that I was starving all day? I mean, does he think I'm fat because I ate too, ate first? Does he think that I don't want to eat with him? Does he think that, 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 that I didn't want his company? Does he think? No. Just say, I was hungry and it was done. Uh, sorry. <clears throat> and he'll understand. Here, here's my explanation of what you just said. Mm -hmm. Put A, B, all the all the alphabets, A to Z, mm -hmm. in a circle. Where they, where they make a circle when mm -hmm. you write them out, okay? All right. Men think A to B, straight line. Mm -hmm. Women think Most A to of the B. Time. Most women of the time. think A to B also. They just go backwards through Z, W, <laughs> X, Y. You know what a spirograph is? That's how they think. You know what a spirograph is? You ever yeah. have a spirograph when you were a kid? Yeah. That's it. And uh, just women think of so many more possibilities than men do. It's what it is. Men are, and like I said, I got I have circular thinking. I've had to explain this to my, my lady. Uh, I cannot, I don't go from A to B myself. I go from A to A.1, A.3, A.7, A.4, and then I get to B. I mean, that's a curse that I have. Yeah. Women do that naturally, but most of the women do that because it's more of a what did I do wrong thing instead of a what is the answer thing. Yeah. And uh, that's horrible for women to think that because it's not always a problem. Just give the straight up answer and don't ask a man anything. And let's just start a commercial. Yeah. And the commercial can't be about a sports game. Uh, Anything, anything to do with sports or anything to do with automotives. Other than that, you can ask them. Yeah. And don't ever ask more than one question at a time. Yeah. Get the answer to the first question before you ask the next question. Yeah. You will only get the answer to one of the questions that you ask. And you'll have to figure out which answer, which question it was. Yeah. So only ask one. When you get that answer, go to number two. I'm telling all the man's secrets. <laughs> and I said I wasn't going to well, get into this today. We've been saying we need a chick to sit in on one of these. And Thursday we had a, an offer for a lady. Oh, yeah, we did. We're going to have to set that up with Miss Michelle. I, oof, see, I almost got in trouble. Mm -hmm, I'm working on it. I almost perverted it. I'm working on you. I'm, I'm going to get you to pervert it. She's a beautiful lady. She really is. See, I, I, I control my pervert there, sir. She's a beautiful lady, and she's got an awesome personality. That's she's... See, I'm about to control. She's funny. But she's deaf. She likes to sing a little bit and have fun. Yep. She's caring because you saw how she cared about the other people around her up there. Yep. I am. She's an awesome lady. She's awesome. That's all I'm going to say on this podcast. And, uh... You're trying to get me in trouble. But women... I don't understand women. I never will because women can go on the defense and the attack in the same little conversation. And you never know how to act with that. Like, the oldest joke in question in the book is, do these jeans make me look fat? Yeah. 
That is wanting an answer, knowing it's a trick question, hoping it ends up to be a romantic answer. It's a trap question. And she's ready to attack you for the wrong answer. Yeah. Right there. Do these jeans make me look bad? No, honey, you look great. Well, how do I look? Well, you you look like you did when we were teenagers. No, you, just, you, you look like you did when I first met you. Oh, so I don't look like that now, huh? You, well, no, that's not what I'm uh, saying. Uh, I, I think you're 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 beautiful. Do you think I'm the same size? Because these jeans are not the same size I used to wear when I was a teenager. Well, I didn't even notice it. Oh, so now you don't look at me, huh? How often do you not look at me? Well, baby, I look at you all the time. Well, then you would have noticed. You don't notice the little things I do for you. I notice everything you do for me. Oh, really? I dyed my hair last week. Did you Did you tell? Well, I don't see the difference in color. Well, I dyed it the same color. Well, how would I suppose to know? If you paid attention, you would have known. If you love me, you don't love me, do you? I'm sorry. I got carried away. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. No but, more frilly drinks for you. But, but am I lying? <laughs> Let me no. You could say, no, that pet make your ass look great. And she'll get mad because you didn't say amazing. <laughs> or it's just... Women will take two hours to get ready to put on the clothes that you saw them wearing yesterday or the day before. And the guys will just turn their shirt inside out, spray some Lysol on it, and keep going. Yeah. I mean, now there are some vain guys out there. I know I know some guys that won't step out. Uh, I know a guy that takes a shower to go check his mail. We both know that guy. <laughs> I mean, he's in his own neighborhood, and he gonna take a shower and check his mail in case his neighbor sees. Right. Well, ooh, it just hit me. Maybe he does that in case he gets tilted. In ca well, yeah, in case he somebody takes care nice, of him. Yeah. He wants to be in a nice suit of clothes. Ah. Well, it is the neighborhood. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm. so, so maybe we won't make fun of him no more for that. I did not mention this. Everybody stay tuned, because as soon as we stop talking... I did an excellent podcast with yep. a band. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna mention the name of the band right now. We're gonna. We're not even gonna put it in the description of the podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it be a surprise. We know a band. Well, we know several, but we always talk about one. But still, that that might not be the one we're talking about. We know a band that has just released a new CD. It's an awesome CD. Matter of fact, you downloaded it, didn't you? Yep. Uh, have you listened to the whole thing yet? No, not yet. Uh, well, the parts that you've listened to, how you like it? I love it. I love the band. I love everything they've done. Uh, the only reason that CD is out right now is because their label messed up and dropped it a month early. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be dropped until the 24th of this month. Yep. Which, by the way, is the lead singer's birthday. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's his birthday. Uh, I'm going to get him something, all right? His wife will have to turn around and walk off, but I'm going to get him something. I'm going to get him the same thing I brought you the other night at Camp Eagle Bay. Your doctor told you you weren't supposed to take it there anymore. I'm going to take it. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I can never use that cut down on you again, though. Right? I know. Because uh, all you do is look at me and say, yes. But the CD release party, we kind of have a little... Are you okay? I just broke my knee. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm good. We just happened to swing it to where the CD release party will be at Tampico Bay. Tampico Bay Ball. On the 24th, starting at 7 o'clock, lasting until God knows when. August 24th, 2019. 2019. And listen, y'all. If y'all keep listening to our podcast, you already know who we're talking about. 
But uh, I think last podcast we talked about it too. Yeah, we said the name last podcast. I'm trying to surprise the people that didn't listen. Not only will this band be here, they're bringing two other bands with them. Two, two, two other bands. It's going to be. I'll tell you their names. Starting the night out, Caging Elliot. Caging Elliot was at the uh, music fest that was at Double yep. D uh, Bar and Saloon. Like top, top drop. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Uh, and they rocked the house. Yes. They they really rocked it. Uh, they were excellent man. Then they're going to tear down. While they're tearing down, you and I are going to be DJing. <laughs> yep, we'll be playing some music, maybe telling some jokes. No idea. We're going to do some mumble rap. What the hell is that? I don't know. And then, guess who hits the stage? We do. Nope. Kill J. Kill J. Kill J is a huge band in this area. They are awesome. Yeah, they have lots of great music, big following. They're going to be there. They're going to play their asses off. Then they're going to tear it down. Guess what's going to happen when they're tearing down? We're going to rebuild it with Legos. You know, that's a damn good idea, but it would take too long. But we will do the DJing between again. again. We might play some games, might tell some jokes, whatever. Who knows? Might slap some asses. Yeah, I'll be willing to slap an ass. I would slap an ass. Then after that, the main attraction is going to take the stage and play and play their asses off a lot of original music. So you're finally going to strip on stage. Would you like me to do that? Yes. I'll see what I can do. And I'll put a guard around let him fill me up. Hey, how you doing? Or G-string, U-string, something. And uh, then what we're going to do after that is... Nothing. We're going to go home because it's going to be like 1 o'clock in the morning. So, listen, y'all. I'm telling you. you got a full day here. Three bands. Major bands. All at once. Tampico Bay Bar. And it's close to time in case y'all can't. Yeah, they're about to close on us. But it's going to be beautiful. Uh, I mean, I know I'm talking already too long because all this is coming up on the... Uh, well, not all this, but some of this is coming up on the interview. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be really good. I mean, the, I've heard a lot of the original music, and we're going to try to put it on our Verbal Abuse podcast page and try to uh, let y'all hear some of it. We're well, going to put some of it out there. Yeah. He told, me, he told me to put it all. He's, he wants it all, but I, it's too much on us. Yeah, people should spray he, their butts if they have to go bathe. Well, what he's looking at is he knows a lot of people are, like, shut in. They can't make it. That's true. And they can always order through the page. That's true. And a lot of people don't come out. You know, they got kids or whatever, and he wants them to have a chance to hear it. themselves more of them will do it all night long. We'll never even, let it be said that Cheeseburger and Abe are slackers. We'll even try to talk to the other two bands, see if we can get some interviews going with them. We can hope. So I think it's going to be great. Y'all stay tuned after this podcast to listen to that because there's a lot of information uh, that I didn't give, a lot of uh, news about the band itself. Uh, the process of writing, of writing and coming up with it, you're gonna love it. I'm telling you, it's really good. Um, a couple of members of the band got naked on the podcast, but y'all won't really see it because it's just a recording. We're gonna fix that one day. That, yeah, we're gonna I start thought, video. I thought I'd turned it off, and that one chick was sitting there 
dude, she's got her clothes on. I'm like, how the hell do you expect me to do a podcast with your clothes on? I mean, you know what who she was, I wish you would have picked her. Well, I told her I was going to, you know, next time I would take pictures, and she shrugged her shoulders. She didn't care. Whatever, I don't care. But my girlfriend was there, and she was giving me a look like, I see you talking to her. She couldn't break out her camera and start taking pictures? She had a camera. She was taking pictures for the uh, my Snapchat and all, but she didn't take any, the first picture of her. She said, like, well, I didn't know you wanted pictures She's of that. Slapping. I don't know. But everything was really good because uh, they were at a a restaurant called Tabata. Yep. And it was really good. Great acoustics in that building, man. Yeah, I've heard that. It's really good. It was nice. I enjoyed it. But, uh, I believe that the way things are going, it's going to be a sellout. And even though it's no cover charge. There's no cover charge at this. No cover! And, uh, it's going to be a sellout. And there's no cover. There's drink specials. In the restaurant, there's food specials. All just for that night. I mean, how can you beat it? Tell them verbal abuse sent you. Mm-hmm. The specials in the restaurant. Yeah, you got to say verbal abuse sent you. Hey, hey. And uh, I think, you know, it's going to be good. I know we better see a couple people there. The temples. I've already, I've already actually, before I knew this was going to be 100% and I could actually talk about it, yeah. I already, I'd already told them. The I'm like, y'all there. got to be there, man. DQ better be there. I want her there and her husband because her husband, I think her husband would enjoy it. I'd like to see them getting out more. Cowboy outfit. He's planning. He's going to be there. And he's bringing some of the Hannahs, I think. Yeah. The Hannahs. They're awesome. I don't get to see Jimmy that much. Yeah, I see John more than I see Jimmy. Do you really want to put their name out like that? You could have went with their nicknames. Cooch? Cooch. What's his nickname? John. I don't know. <laughs> we I love don't y'all. Know. They're they're my neighbors. So I love yeah, we love them. That was our first. He was one of them was our actual our actual first fan experience. Yeah, he was really. It's pretty awesome. I'm sitting here at a bar playing marbles with one of them in the sixth grade. I'm sitting here at a bar. They're trying to close, and they also grill here. Yeah. In the back of some ice cream cheeseburger. I started looking around. Wait. I'm coming. Uh, you, you need to get your order in. They don't call last call about you. I, I gave it to them. I told her before I left to build answers to it. Yeah, I, I really think. Wait a minute. You got a fishing tournament Saturday. Yep. Saturday. We're going to win it. I have faith. Cowboy oh, will learn how to catch a fish between now and Saturday. Now, where does all this money go, or, or, or all this stuff go? I mean, y'all raise money. It goes into a pool, and the winner, first through fourth place, and big fish gets paid out. Oh, so y'all get to keep some of the money if you win. If you win. We're planning on winning. But the other, the other money we're left over. We're planning on being so good, they give us all four spots. That's how good we plan on winning. But the other... Money that's raised. What does it go to? Is it like charity? Yeah, I think so. Actually. Right. I don't know for sure. I'm not in the no on that. Are you in the yes? Yes, but I'm not in the no. Well, that's all that matters, I reckon. Uh, let's see. Do you that think... That's a good question, sir. I'm going to ask about that. I'd like to know what that is. Well, I mean, I've heard it was a charity thing, so I figured, you know... Well, we've had a few charity tournaments. 
and all the money went, all of that money went to, well, I think not like 90% of it went up. I, I don't know. You got me asking got some curious. questions, Nick. Her anyway. waitress's kid is up this late at night. Well, I guess mom she's waiting on mom. Single mom got a single mom, you know. But she makes pretty good tips up here, though. She, oh, she does have pretty good on me. She does have pretty good tips. But tips. You know, she oh, makes pretty good tips. Tea with a P. Okay, I sorry. bet they. I bet her tits have good tips too. But. I would love to find out. Sir. I'll let you know. Why do men have nipples? Just a thermostat. I guess. I figure, I figure they're like the portholes, old, well, old vans. You know, they're I just guess, there for decoration. I, I said thermostat, but now that I think about it, we already got that. We already know when it's cold outside. Well, the cold, we the cold actual, does the opposite of us. It brings out a woman's finer points and it takes ours away. Exactly. Uh, so I thought that was you because mine's silent. You I mean, I got to keep mine going nowadays. I got a couple friends in trouble. Oh, by the way, I hadn't told you. I got to tell you when we get on. We got a problem, or I got a. Oh, we always have. Yeah, I got a, I got a friend of mine that's that hurt himself pretty bad. He's on his he's on his way home. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not not good from what I understand. But well, he's gonna get some help. I talked to him yesterday, and he works out of state. Send him prayers, and if he needs anything, you let me know because he won't let me. No, he, he barely lets me know anything. I was just house-sitting for him because his wife had to go out of town and because uh, her brother-in-law had to have emergency surgery. If you know of anything you need to Yeah, I'm going to stay on top of him. He hurt his arm this time. Uh, from what I understand, I didn't have a chance to talk to him much. The doctor gave him some happy. And yeah. He wasn't able to talk a lot. He went to the emergency care or the emergency room. I couldn't understand which one it was because he was talking funny. And they forgot him. After two hours, he left his room and went and found somebody and said, is there any way I can get some aspirin or something? Or let me out and get me some Tylenol. I told y'all two hours ago I was hurting. You sure he wasn't here in our town? Yeah. Because that sounds like the veterinarian. They, hey, the veterinarian. The veterinarian. The hospital here. Well, then they, they looked at him and said, well, who are you? And he's oh, got his Lord, wrist thing works. on and everything. He goes, I'm a, I'm a patient. And wow. they had to rescan him. They said, well, we didn't even know where you were here. Holy shit. He sat in there for two hours hurting. And they said, well, well, we'll send you, we'll give you some doctors you can go to up here. He's like, good. He said, we'll write it down for you. He got out to his truck, and they were supposed to be down at the bottom of his bills, the other doctors. There wasn't a thing written. He said he felt too bad to go in. He said, forget it. I'll just go home and use my own doctor. But... Things are, I'll tell you what, the medical field, I've got a lot of respect for, but they have to deal with so much shit. Yeah. It's, it's all paperwork nowadays. Yeah. I used to, you're sick, you go in there, get what you need and leave. Now you got 10 times paperwork. What's my here? No, I was making sure Chick didn't leave her kids. She's been outside for 10 minutes. Anyway. Leave her kids? Yeah. It's late at night, I doubt it. She may be, be uh, special. going outside, you know what I mean? Just a little bit special. But, well, I guess what we'll do, you have anything else you need to talk about? No. No. Well, see, There's I, a bunch I want to talk about, but none of it I want to talk about on this podcast. Well, actually, I, we're... Because we Cowboy were, will listen and I'll have to talk to you. We were told we, we could go to about right there. Well... 
We can. I ain't got nothing to do. We got no, I ain't got nothing to do. What are we going to talk about for 20 more minutes? How much time we got left? Oh, I had to say that. Oh, uh, you said they were too Uh, I want to talk about one thing. These. These, anyway. I'm sick and tired of my friends jumping relationships. It's, it's the go-to thing now. I can't keep up with the names anymore. I got family that... I literally, literally years ago, I decided not to remember their boyfriend's and or girlfriend's name. I can't. I got one cousin. I can only tell you one of her exes, literally, by name. Cause I, and she's been through with you. Uh, my one cousin that works on cars, you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I can tell you about two of his exes. Because after it's 20 in a year... I don't even remember a name. Well, what kills me is, you know, we're we're not famous by any means. I mean, well, they Says all, you. But a lot of people know. Every time I walk in somewhere, I get, hey, it's, what's your name? It's Cheeseburger Fruit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we're not famous, but we, we know a lot of people. And it seems like there's one little group of people, and you know a couple of them, that every other week, they're like, hey, Cheese, come over here. I want you to meet my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, uh, it's, it's Beth. And then two weeks later, say, hey, cheese, I want to meet my girlfriend. Oh, this is Sue. And I'm like, dude. And what kills me is they know that I'm friends with the guy that bounces around, and now they won't talk to me because they think automatically I'm on their side, the other yeah. guy's side. And I'm like, on, I ain't on anybody's side. Just because y'all was on your back a lot don't mean I'm on his side. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. It ain't got nothing to do with me. It's, I mean, it's the new thing. There is no commitment nowadays. Well, you know, that's the same way with marriage nowadays. They're like, well, you know, quickie, quickie marriage, quickie divorce. Yep. They're just in it for the honeymoon. <laughs> but we know a few that's been around. Yeah, we do. For a long time. And you know what? What's weird about me is the ones that I would think weren't going to last a month have lasted years. Yep. And the ones that I think would last years last months. Yep. I'm not a good judge of this shit, I guess. Hmm. I've never been married. I've never been married and no biological kids. I have plenty of kids. I, I've got kids by the heart. I thought you and Mike got married. No, we... At that one time in we, Las Vegas. No, we had to go to California and we weren't going to go. Oh, okay. Um, okay, we'll continue. I would have won that bet, though. Probably. Uh, I wouldn't have gone back out. Well, hell no. I'm a weenie. Uh, but that's, I think that's the, the new pickup line. Uh, it's almost, you want to get married? No. Oh, you, oh, I thought you was asking me. No, the new, the new pickup line, I think, is you want to <clears> get married. Yeah. Because they're using it just, I mean, they're just picking them up, sleeping with them for a couple months, and then bam, divorce. Well, if that's what it takes, I guess I'm, got, I'm getting married. You're going to let me hook you up. Sure, you can't do no worse than I have. Well, actually, you can, but sure. You I have just saying it right here on the podcast. I want you to get out of your head. You know that happened. Well, that's what's killing you. I know. You can't get mad at the women. Why? Because psycho. Because in your head, they're psycho. They might be saying it's just your head doing it. 
Would you like to run through the list of the the ones just this year, and you tell me which one of them aren't psycho, sir? I will admit. Thank you. I will admit. Let's say three out of five are totally psycho. Totally psycho. The other two are just mostly psycho. Well, everybody has some problems. Not like those. Not like those. No, the first three you got no. Yeah, totally. No. <laughs> one of them scares me, sir. Literally. And that's the one I really like. Yeah, I'm scared. Not even like, I mean, physically. That one. I like that one. Yeah, I like them a little crazy, though. Yeah, that's a lot of crazy. I like it. I'm not she scares me. The other one scares me more. Like, I'm not getting in a vehicle with them. Even if I'm driving. Which one is that one? <laughs> you wouldn't. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. You wouldn't catch me, and I would. Yeah. I would be in a tank with that one. That was definitely a mistake, sir. There's mistakes, and then there's fuck ups. <laughs> Guess which one that, that one was? was well, yeah. <clears throat> no comment. I'm like, you know. You know what you need. Cowboy, not to listen to this episode. You need a screening process. Don't. If you meet a woman, you are not allowed to ask her out for three months. Until? No, just three months. Well, three months is a long damn time. What if she single now? In three months, she could be married with kids, sir. And that would be great. That means it wasn't the one for you. I don't, I don't believe but that. You can't, you, but you can't. What you got a kind of a habit doing, you're like, hey, my name's Ace, and uh, I do this, and I'll, hey, you want to go out? And they're like, what, 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 what? You got to jump on the opportunity. No, you don't. That's what makes them think, oh, my God, he's a creep. He's a psycho. He's trying to get my pants. Well, he was I that am quick. what I am. What you do Let's is you like, you just talk to them. You find out where they like to go. All of a sudden, you show up. Well, hey, is this the one you were talking about? This is the bar you were talking about? Oh, well, hell, okay. And you wait a little bit. And then a couple times, you run into them. The third time, you're like, hey, uh, I'm drinking. You want a drink? And you, you know, you see if they bite. Yeah. If you ask them too quick, they're like, what you, hey, back off, dude. Come on. Step. I don't know who you are, creep. We got to give you a three-month limit before you ask them out. Yeah. It's hard to do. You know how long I was talking to my girlfriend before we actually dated? 30 seconds. No. No. I've been with her, it was three years. Two and a half. Three years. Three years. I'm giving you three months. It took me three years. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you say. I am demand. Demand. What are you trying to do, man? Okay. Uh, Nothing. You ever played that game Risk or Strategy? No. Really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, really? I love playing board games, but I've never tried risk. You gotta have a strategy, and you gotta play it smooth, slow, and smart, and then bam, in the end, you got it. Yeah. The bad part is, is Cowboys have been telling me about the same thing. For real? Yeah. Uh-huh. But he leads it with it from a, a more harsh... Version of it. Oh, for real? <laughs> I'm trying not to be harsh. <laughs> it's more tough love for me. So, the Cowboys like, 
Look, doofus. I seen him the other day. He can't wait to get on this podcast. <laughs> oh. we'll, keep, we'll keep him away for a little while. I'll tell you what. Me and him. I'm going to go see him here in about two hours. Me and him will team up. We'll sit down and make a strategy for you. Sounds like a plan. And we'll try to get you a good woman. I say I'll we take a. I say we get you like. Woman. I say we get like three or four hookers. Build up your confidence with hookers. Yeah. And then, yeah. you ever you ever heard that comedy show about the the guy that was the hair lip and uh, uh told him to buy the boat? You ever heard that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you need to be. <clears throat> Yeah, for the first few women, he was like, uh, uh, boat ride. Then after that, you know, he was coming in, you want to go for a boat ride? Don't make a damn to me. You know, he had the light up hills, says one. Jay That's him. That's him. I own the CD, sir. Dude, that's, we need your confidence built up. I have no confidence because of the psychos. That's because you keep asking psychos. Give them that three-month screen and you'll find out. Don't message back. Three-month screening and you can beat all that. I got three Well, now, some women can hide the psycho. And some women grow into the psycho. So you got to watch out for that, too. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think, yeah, why is it that every podcast, we end up, or every other podcast, we end up talking about your love life? Because you like to torture me. I think you started this time. I don't care. I really I think I really think you started. Who are you? I don't know. Who are you? I don't know. But, yeah, I think it's all going to work one way or another. Sorry for the pause. Sorry for the pause. Yeah, we had a, a fan come up. We, all, we Don't get me wrong. We, we don't like pausing because we know that interrupts our uh, flow. But... We do love it when a fan stops by. Yes. I mean, it's it's awesome. It lets us know y'all like what we're doing, or some of y'all do. And we enjoy signing boobs. Yeah. Boobs, bras. What's the weirdest thing you've signed? The butt crack. I was about to say, I, a, a woman asked I mean, me to sign. had a bunch of hair. A girl asked me once to sign her panties, and when she turned around and dropped her pants, she wasn't wearing any. And I just signed her butt cheek. Who's ready to go? That's pretty cool. But I think we're about to wrap up anyway because, uh, they're, like I said, y'all heard us talk earlier. They were trying to close up. And uh, you can hear the crowd in the background. They're pushing them out. So, we're gonna, I mean, we're allowed to stay a little bit after, but we, we don't try to push. These are good people. So, all right, everybody, uh, stay tuned. We're going to have that. Uh, interview for you. It's a really great interview. I think you're going to love it. It's worth the listen. And uh, we hope to hear from you again uh, or talk to you again. And y'all uh, go to Verbal Abuse Podcast, all one word on Facebook. Drop us a line. And we love it when you send us some pictures. Uh, well, I got a lot of pictures. It was really, it was really nice. Uh, y'all send them and holler at us. And we hope to talk to you again soon. If we can, we want to see you on August the 24th at Tampico Bay Bar in Columbus, Mississippi. That's at 1515 College Street, August 24, 2019. And here comes... Three bands, no cover charge. Yeah, that's right. Three bands, no cover charge. Special, food special. Drink, food. We're going to play... We're going to start at 7. 
It starts at seven. They're gonna have a uh, sound check at start at five because there's so many people got to check. Yeah. So we're gonna be there at five. Okay. Well, I mean, if we're a little later, whatever. Why? I, I just didn't know. I want to be there to help them. Uh, but man, but it starts at seven. Yeah, it starts at seven. Y'all get there, get a good spot. Uh, indoor, outdoor venue. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's really good. I mean, we we love the place. We go to tons of different bars, and uh, I really like this place. I love it. Uh, it's got the way from home. It's got two sections of the bar, and I think the front section will be closed. I think. Yeah. So. All right, everybody, we're going to turn this off and stick it over to Technical Sports so he can slap the interview on the end. We love you. Thank you, everybody, first responders, uh, teachers, doctors, trash collectors, everything. We love you. And we're out of here. Uh, yeah. And let's see. I always get these buttons confused. The bad part is people think you're joking. Well, see, I want to. always want to hit the red one again, but I've you said hit this. I've hundred times by Cowboys. Is he joking? I've, no, he's not joking. I hit the square one, right? Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an interview with the Verbal Abuse Podcast on deck today. I've got a great band. Y'all heard them before, but we got some special news for you. We're sitting here with Seeking Seven. I got Robbie Ross and Germ... Farrah. Hey, how's it going? I, I have the hardest time saying your last name. Yeah, I but, do too. <laughs> That's been my name all my life. For all your life. Well, um, as some of y'all have heard, we've had some big news from Seeking 7 that's going to uh, hit this month on the 24th, but I'm going to let these guys tell you exactly what's going on, and well, tell us, what's, what's the big news coming out? Uh, well, the short and quick to it is we have a new album. Right. Uh, so, in celebration of this new album, on 24 August, we're going to do a release party. We're going to throw right. down in celebration of our new CD. We'll have uh, physical copies available that night, and uh, we're really excited. We're ready for this to happen. All right. Well, now, what's the name of the, the CD? It's, uh, it's what, what it was, we did record a whole album. Right. Like, if you're familiar with the traditional days of albums, albums are long play you know, somewhere around 12 songs, you know, right. a give or take. And uh, so the way the shaping and molding business model of the music industry has changed a little bit, so we decided to split it up. So there's a volume one and volume two. Okay. And uh, we called the album What Few Remain, so it was naturally to make a What Few Remain volume one EP. Yeah. And then uh, that means that one day, I don't know when, but there might be a volume two to drop. Yeah. We hope. Yeah, <laughs> now, how many... Uh, Actual original songs. Are they all original songs? Yeah, everything, everything on there is original. All right. Well, how long did it take y'all to put something like this together? I imagine you've been working on it for a while. Yeah. Well, um, two summers ago, um, I I sat down and I started writing all these songs. I think I wrote 24 songs. Wow. And uh, then uh, my uh, I don't know good friend and words. my good friend who played bass for us at the time, Dakota. He heard what I was doing, and I was shooting these demos at him, and uh, so we started hanging out, and he helped me hash out the rest of them. Um, so I think we, between me and Dakota, we wrote uh, 20, 23 songs that I counted yeah. songs, and we ended up recording 17 of those, and we picked 12 to go on the album, and we divided those 12 up into six. All right. So, 
If you had one song that you would say would be your, your top release from that one, like the, the highlight song of that CD, what song would you think that would be? Uh, definitely Crucified. That's the one we did the uh, video to. And so it's people were familiar with Crucified because uh, last summer, a year ago, we filmed and released the music video to Crucified. So kind of give everybody kind of a head jump start, like, hey, this is what's right. coming out. And, uh, and it was fun to shoot. Uh, we shot it with uh, a good friend of ours. Um, from Jackson, Tennessee, um, had a brain Justin free. Talley. Yeah, Justin Talley. Yeah. Amazing, amazing videographer. Uh, was a joy to work with. So, and uh, he came down to my hometown, Aberdeen, mm -hmm. and we shot it uh, in uh, the theater there. Okay. And the was, theater. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. And uh, uh, so yeah, I saw Shotsky. She Shotsky was, there. was in it. Yeah. yeah. That's what we did. I we cameoed in it. Oh, did you? Yeah. That was before I had come back to the band. We uh. We shot it there, and uh, it was it was kind of good because I never get to do anything in my hometown. It's right. Like, yeah, Aberdeen, Mississippi is not really a breeding ground for rock bands. No, so. no, it's not really a breeding ground for a lot. But yeah. it's starting to come back. Yeah, uh, so everything's starting to come back. It meant a lot to me to be able to come back home. And and what we did is uh, we we invited all our friends. I remember and, the uh, line was, was yeah. straight out all the way around the bend. Yeah, we invited all our friends to say, "Hey, come and be in our video." And I thought maybe, you know, five or six friends and their oh, girls no. will come out there but tons there. I was, was a lot of yeah a lot we told people we needed a crowd for a video and they showed up and uh, so yeah that's our highlight song uh, well actually that theater is a historic theater yeah and they just they redid it it's beautiful on the yeah, it is and it it's is. been there since 1800 yeah. oh yeah yeah now Jerm, did you write any of the music on this or no they actually had they, they had had most they of had, that done they had pretty much everything done I come in and put a couple of little guitar parts here and there um but other than that, I just sat with Rob and helped listen and well, mix well, on it. And you're, you're that's good. good. So, I, yeah. if, if, if you divide up into writing credits, when you look back at our previous album, Chaos Before the Fall, mm -hmm. me and Jerm were about 50-50 on that as far oh. as writing the music to it. Right. And this time around, with What Few Remain, Volume 1 and 2, uh, Dakota Clayton and myself were about 50-50 on that. Now, on the 24th of August, 2019, that's when you're having your, your CD release party. Yes. And it's going to be at Tampico Bay in Columbus. Mississippi. Columbus, Mississippi. Now, who else is going to be there with you? Um, we're going to have opening the show, our really, really good friends. I mean, close friends like family, yeah. uh, even, and... Um, I, I'm not afraid to say this because I'm, I'm really not afraid to say this, but uh, they're bass, bass player now, a guitar player. Mm -hmm. I have a total man crush on. Joe? And Joe's actually my twin. And okay. I would definitely steal him from his wife, you know. Okay. And, um, Are we talking about Joe Casada? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Joe Johnson. That's Joe Johnson. Joe Casada, that's my second man yeah. crush. But my first man crush is Joe Johnson. Uh, uh, no, Cajun Elliott from Jackson, Tennessee, really right. close friends of ours. Oh, they um, were at the uh, the festival. You they were, they yeah, were really good, band, really good. And uh, I didn't, I didn't ask them because they asked us to their CD release party. Mm -hmm. uh, I asked them because they are my close friends, and yeah. I love those guys, all of them. With the, they, with they really, they really are heart. talented. And uh, they did let us play their CD release yeah. party, and and also um, I would say legendary local staple of rock and metal band. Kill J will also be with us. So we got two oh, bands that are going to be opening yeah. up with us. Kill J is really nice, really good. Uh, wow, so let's see, this is right. We're going to have Cajun Elliott opening the show. Yes. 
Then we're gonna have Kill J coming in. Yes. And then top it off, Seeking Seven. Yes. All in one night. All in one night. Under one roof. Yeah. You know how much this costs? Uh, well, whatever it is, twice the price would be a steal. Nothing. No, no cover. No cover charge. Can you believe yeah. that? No cover to a CD. You know why? Know why we didn't no, do no cover? It's because we're here to celebrate the CD release and nothing else. Well, it, ain't, it, ain't a, it ain't a gimmick to make money. We don't care about all that. We just want you to come and have a great time with us because we're proud of what we've done. And let me tell you something else about what we remain, if you don't mind. Sure. Hey, the mic's yours, man. Um, what I'm most proud about, I think, uh, and me, German, and Jake are all just really ecstatic about this fact. We didn't go to a studio. We did it in my home. Oh, wow. And not one time did we replace any real instrument with an electronic instrument, oh, meaning wow. like a computer MIDI. No uh, doubling or drum replacement tools, no MIDI, uh, no computer enhancement, no auto-tune on the vocals. Wow. It's straight up raw like it's a garage raw. band is supposed to be. Well, I was hoping Jake so, would be in here to talk I wanted a little bit. I wanted an album to sound like a band in a garage, and that's what we did. So you're you're getting the authentic garage band sound yeah. out of your house. Put a, that, that's awesome. That's what I wanted. I wanted to sound like a garage band. Now, what all platforms uh, can these people, our listeners, get your, your CD on? Uh, all of them. Uh, anywhere, um, anywhere digital music is sold. Mm-hmm. You can go to Google, uh, uh, Google Play, Spotify. Mm-hmm. You can go to uh, I don't know what's all out there. iTunes, uh, iTunes. Apple, Apple Music. Um, We're just now being joined by Jake Andrews, the, the drummer for Singing Seven. Hi. Uh, How are you doing? Now, now tell me, uh, did you do any of the writing on this, or I mean, did you have any? Uh, yeah, the- I am. I had a small amount of uh, input as far as the drums go, because right. when Robbie comes to me with a demo, typically he has one or two different ideas for what he wants for the drums, because he kind of writes his drums around uh, his guitar accents. Right. So typically if I go in, I change really anything in particular, I do different accents, that sort of thing, and, and mess with the arrangement, they'll write the guitars around that, I've found. So that's been my subtle way of controlling the band from the inside, <laughs> using my snake-like powers. You're doing this hostile takeover from the inside. Well, I mean, it's like it, I'm like an evil protoplasm that's slowly enveloping the brains. I tell you what, I was talking about you to my my girlfriend uh, on the way over here. Actually, I said you are the the newest person of the band that I'm I'm getting to know. Right. And I told her you would not believe if you just sit down with Jake. You wouldn't believe how smart this man is. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, you're a very smart yeah. guy. So you're not just a uh, drum monkey. You 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 got some brains on you there. But I'm also uh, a drum monkey. Well, it helps, you know, because you're I can very be, talented. I'm like a Sasquatch. Sasquatch, <laughs> the drum Sasquatch. Every photograph of me is very blurry. If you if you go back and check, and that's just genetic. Genetic, it's, it's just like Mitch Hedberg said, it really is true. It's your camouflage. You take a picture of us, we disappear. Hey, I, I wish that I could be in pictures. I do. Um, well, tell me, what You're is your... you kind of stuck in between that... The, the here and there. Right. The, the snap. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, no, I'm, I've been I'm halfway through a Thanos snap. I'm, yeah. I'm getting dusty. So what is your favorite part about this CD? Uh, this, this new one coming out, uh, do you have a favorite song? Do you have a... a or do you have a good story to tell about when you're... Uh, 
laying it down. There's a couple of tunes on that record I'm really fond of. Uh, Wonderful Pain, in particular. Um, oh yeah, I love. Uh, I like that one. Robbie's message on that one was really really cool. Yeah, that's, that's a really deep message. And musically, that was a whole lot of fun to write. That was something I was kind of lucky enough to stumble upon the groove for on my own. Going back then, to what he was talking about, how. I write drums, and then I actually depend on him to come and mess those up. I want him to. I want him to change them up. You want that, that but view of it. There's one moment in Wonderful Pain where I was like, "Okay, Jake, I want you to write this album, but that's not the way I want the drums." And and Jake stood up and said, "No, this is the way I'm doing." I was like, "No, it's not working. It's too busy. It's not. I don't. I don't. It's not connecting with me." And uh, that's one moment that in the making of this record that I was wrong. Because going back after we recorded, I listened to it. And I was like, "No, that's exactly what needed to be done," and uh, well, so that's true. what makes it a collaborative effort. So, um, um, and I look back at the original demo, and I'm like, "Those drums suck." <laughs> so, well, in, know, in getting to know you guys, y'all are not just band members and, and just seeking something. Y'all are friends on the side. Oh, family, and family, no doubt. Family. I can tell, and that, that comes through in the way you play because y'all y'all learned each other. You know about each other, what each other wants. You can contrast each other and still pull something out. And you don't get mad at each other. You, you really depend on each other. And that's what really helps your band out. It comes through the lyrics, it comes through the sound. And well, uh, this year, having said that, this year I will say this, this 10 years we've been doing this. 10 we, years. We three started this band. This is, and here it is, 10 years. And, still you know, doing it. I come back to the band and we're back doing it and we're doing it full speed ahead from here out. I mean, the sky's the limit. They, they say that a, a, a marriage, if a husband and wife can survive the building of a house, then they have a strong marriage. And I think if if a band can survive making a record, they're a strong band. And I'm happy to say that what few remain is our fourth record. Wow, Dude, let me man. tell you this. Uh, I've had to endure these crusty scrunguses <laughs> since I got out of high school. They just pulled me right off the bus the day I got out, and they the were like, Here you "We go. went to his graduation, his high school graduation, the week he joined the band." Wow. So yeah. the, the week after he joined the band, we went to his graduation. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, on your point of, uh, of us being, you know, kind of well, uh, having chemistry and that sort of stuff, you know, music's got to be a conversation, if I could be pretentious for a second. But it does have to be a conversation. I mean, I, I look at, you know, both classical music and jazz. In classical music, you're almost conversating with the conductor, you're right. giving him, he's telling you what to say, he's the director. Right. And in jazz, when you're improvising between friends, uh, between musicians, you should know each other. You should be listening. Well, you've got to know what to play off of from exactly. each other because, it's, like you said, jazz is improvisation. It's yes and. It, yeah, that word. Um, and, uh, and the two of us, I think, or at least the, the I say the two of us, I mean the entire right. group. I don't know why I say that like it's me and then these two guys are one guy. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking about. We are, kind, like, of like well, a, we are kind of like a two-headed minotaur. Well, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. Um, but in the end, I think that that's, that's been the greatest benefit of playing with these guys for the longest amount of time is no matter what they do, um, and no matter what I do, because I do try to throw them a curveball as often as possible. I really can't throw them, man. They're, and they can play anything, and they can throw me songs, and luckily I happen to be a, some sort of weird computer that stores up drum parts. So. You definitely are. And you actually have one of the best Russian accents I've ever heard. <laughs> When you I do don't it. want to do that right on the. If I do it right here on the. Oh no, it's too late. <laughs> I've already begun. 
My name is Piotr. I work in the field. I have a 14 potato. <laughs> that is awful. 15 potato this winter if harvest is good. <laughs> Yeah, that's what Now, uh, I heard you mention a four-hour road trip. Yeah. What do you mean imagine? It was a four-hour four road trip with the Russian guy, but then there was also a four-hour road trip with, um, help me out, Jake, what was his name? I call him Bernie, but. Oh, uh, this Grandma Jonathan yeah. character here? Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't, a, it, was, it was not my fault. It was by request. Now, uh, I heard you mention earlier, which I didn't tell you we were going to talk about this, that you are, like, have tons of gigs. I mean, you, y'all are booked up a lot. Cool Manny, yeah. Uh, that is really, you know, the, the testament to how good you are that you've been booked around so much. I'm just blessed to have the opportunities. Um, we were, I say we're, this is our 10th year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Eight out of those ten years has been spent begging people to let us play. Literally, please, well, well you're at that play point for now nothing, you really play. You know, it just it took that, and and it's refreshing to know that I think we finally made it to the point as a band where people are calling us. It's, it's really um, cool. I haven't booked a gig in almost a year. These gigs have booked themselves. They and, and um, now, if somebody wanted Seeking Seven to play for them, mm-hmm. what would be the best way for them to get in touch with you? Well, six 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 dash sixty nine sixty nine at yahoo.com. Now that's your personal number, isn't it? That is, <laughs> that's also my email. It doubles. Okay. Um, so you have no, to call so. Capitol Records PR department. Oh, okay. No, no kidding. No. Pornhub. No Pornhub. Well, actually, I saw your demo on there. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, they do. Um, well, seeking, also, our music is probably on there because that's just the nature of the way it works these days, apparently. The the way that people book us is either our Facebook page message or uh, Seeking7 spelled out. Not no, not no numbers. Seeking7booking at gmail.com. All right. And uh, you have a, your Facebook page. Uh, you have a spam monkey and you have a... Yes. Uh, the spam monkey is just like, it's like a info information highway you know right. you're going to get flinged with some type of spam by following that um but uh our facebook page is seeking the number seven and seven okay. spelled out see, that's me, our official band page the spam monkey is a mystery to me because every time the spam monkey appears i have had nothing to do with it i want that to be known i didn't know he'd be there <laughs> no he was I, just neither. there it i don't even know who the spam monkey is I, I think it's Matt. One day, it used to be Matt. Who is the spam monkey? I don't know. It's a mystery. Is it you? No, it's not me. We don't know. That's actually terrifying. We don't know who the spam monkey is. All I can imagine is the spam monkey actually looking like the evil monkey from Chris's closet on Family Guy. Oh, Family Guy. Yeah. No, I think it is an actual. One day we're gonna. One day we're gonna. Capuchin monkey. Capuchin monkey. Just a full-on capuchin. You know what? I met a capuchin monkey once, and he slapped me like five times and pulled my hair a lot. I didn't like him. One day we I did nothing to offend this month. Did you have to tip him afterwards? Because when I do, when I get somebody to slap me and pull my hair, I have to give him a big tip. Yeah. Apparently that means Take he him likes you. I mean, the owner was literally sitting there. She was saying to me, "The monkey likes you if he hits you a lot." And I'm like, "Please, I don't want him to like me." Well, that is proof that my lady likes me. Then she I'm slaps ch- me and pulls my hair. A lot. <laughs> I'm checking my pockets for bananas. 
I'm making sure that this is not one of those situations where I just smell like something monkeys want to hit. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, is it evolutionary? Did I develop the monkey hate me gene? One day we're gonna away from chimps. One day we're gonna catch the spam monkey. And we're gonna—it's gonna be like the scene in the in the Scooby-Doo episodes where yeah. we're gonna rip the mask off. We'll pull the mask Let's off. see who this really is. It's gonna be more like Poltergeist. He'll be under my bed, and then I'll open <laughs> my—you know—pull the covers over my eyes, pull him back, and he's on the front cup. You know, he's kind of crawling right. up. Yeah. They're here. All right. Well, I don't. Uh, what time are y'all supposed to start? Y'all supposed to start in a few minutes. Right? Yeah, anyway, yeah, I, I need a cigarette real quick. I'll tell you what. We'll wrap this thing up. So Thanks y'all for remember, having us on, Chief. Oh, anytime. Y'all are welcome. You and Ace are our best buds ever, uh, man. Thank anytime. You. But on this month, this is August the 24th, Columbus, Mississippi, at Tampico Bay Bar. We've got three of the hardest bands this area has, or any area has to offer. we got Seeking Seven's CD release party. Yeah. We have Seeking Seven, Caging Elliot, Caging and Kill J. Kill J. All in one building, one night, starting at 7 o'clock, playing until the... The Roosters Crow. One building, one mic, two nunchucks, right. one god. No cover charge. <laughs> no freaking cover charge. That's right. You're welcome. Please, please buy, buy the album, though. You'd be back. I like it if you do it. So, y'all, thank you very much, and y'all are welcome back anytime. Thank you for having us. And we will be there on the 24th. We'll do some filming and yes, sir. show everybody what's going on. Yeah, so, thank good. you so thank much, Chief. All right, thank you. Love you, man. Thank y'all, man. Thank you. That's right, everybody. You heard it here first and only. You've got the CD release party for Seeking 7. It'll be at Tampico Bay Bar in Columbus, Mississippi. That's 1515 College Street, Columbus, Mississippi, August 24, 2019. Verbal abuse will be there. That's right. We're going to be abusing your auditory receptors, uh, playing between sets. We'll be doing some DJing and all that. We're going to have drink specials. I've already talked to the owners. Uh, we've knocked out some drink specials for you and go in there to the restaurant mention cheeseburger and verbal abuse and I think they're gonna do some appetizer or something I'm not sure about that but hey the Mexican restaurants right next door to the bar knock it both out make a night of it come over and shake my hand we love you all and we do this because we love you so I'm gonna send this back to myself and Ace when we add this into our next podcast. We love y'all and have a good one. Where's the button? Why is Nace here? I can never find this damn button. I think I already hit it. I think it stopped. I think it's... Okay, that's good. That was a pretty good one. But how can I do this with your shirt off? You're right across from me with no shirt on. But you are beautiful. So thank you, baby. Did you get some good pictures? I'm gonna take some more pictures of you later. Yeah. Oh shit, it's still going. Let me stop it. I know, I'm just gonna have to hit the X. As always, we at Verbal Abuse would like to say thank you so much to the military, past, present, and future, to the firemen, policemen, nurses, doctors, teachers, refuse collectors, truckers, anyone who provides a service to someone else anybody that volunteers anybody that does charity work we want to say thank you we respect you and we appreciate everything that you do we can't do what we do unless you do what you do or have done your hard work 
your sacrifice and your time does not go unnoticed. Ace and I are so happy that we live in a place that has people like you in it. We at Verbal Abuse salute you and say thank you so much for all your hard work. Thank you again.